Happy Monday, patrons. The sun is shining. I know it's a big world and you could be anywhere in it, but somewhere the sun is shining. And here is some muggins and cream for your ears. Uh, Danny's in Australia. He's come out of quarantine. I am in Glasgow and I dialed in and he told us what it's like in a real world where people socialise and venues are full. And oh, it sounds fucking good and I hate him. But uh, it was a nice podcast. We were both in good spirits. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And anybody that's listening on a Wednesday, I hope you're thinking about joining me in Parent sometime. We've got some belt up bonus episodes now. You can have a little binge when you join. There's, a, there's an actual fucking back catalogue for you. So please come and join me on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have already, um, here, here you are. Early access on a Monday. Love you all and thank you very much for keeping us going. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rim job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? So we're going to start with the two minute silence. What, for the fucking, de- the pedo's dead dad? Aye. Aye. Did a pedo's dad die and I've got to have sympathy for that, do Dan- I? Daniel, a war veteran, a decorated war veteran that's done more for this country than you'll ever know. Like, wear silly hats. What war was he in? Uh, what war was he in? Look, he's got medals. He's got, like, can you not what? see them? He wears, he wears them all. Let me genuinely, before I get angry, let me genuinely, what war was Prince? Was his name Philip? Yeah, Prince Philip, right? I, I, you know what? I, I'm as ignorant as you on this one, but imagine if he went to war. He didn't get into war in the same way Sopit did. I reckon he was glamping. Whoa, 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 <laughs> I reckon, right. I reckon, I reckon he's done a bit of glamping. Uh, oh, God. I'm not... Telegraph, I'm not signing into your website. Why would I do that? Just give me the information, you sad bastards. Um, You know what? By the looks of it, he might have actually... To be fair to him, he might actually be a war hero here. Is he? Should we have a couple Maybe, of minutes silence? Uh, Mar- <laughs> um, well, no, they can just pause it. I found it fucking remarkable how... I've just watched the Newcastle match, right? And they fucking did a two-minute silence for Prince Philip. And then took the knee for racism. I'm like, pick a lane. Pick a lane. Um... I think, oh, fair play. I think he might have actually been in World War II. Is it? Hargreaves was a U-man aboard the destroyer HMS Wallace on which Philip, son of Prince Andrew of Greece, had been appointed first lieutenant, second in command at the age of 21 in July 1943, engaged in the Allied landings in Sicily. The ship came under repeated bombardment at the dead of night and its crew realised that they would probably lose their lives. It was then Philip conjured up a plan to throw overboard a wooden raft with smoke floats that would create the illusion of debris ablaze in the water. As we ho- as he hoped, the German plane was fooled into attacking the raft while Wallace sailed safely under the cover of darkness. Um, oh, I mean, uh, yeah, fair enough. Well, there it, you it go. an actual... It was actually in World War Two. I will uh, concede all of those points. Then fair play to him there. I had this uh, weird because you know um, when you're on Twitch, you have to live react to people dying. That's something I didn't take into account when I thought when I thought to myself, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start knitting on on a Twitch stream. I'm gonna start playing Stardew Valley on a Twitch stream. I didn't think for a second I had to show me true colours and react to the death of people. 
because oh, so how raws your cock? <laughs> I basically showed, <laughs> I showed live ambivalence. I, I fumbled my way through essentially what was a shrug, Daniel. I just shrugged. Aye. I was like, you know what? I, I, I was really conflicted about um, the way my uh, granddad Harry lived his life and what his worldview was. And when when he died, I suffered because I'd lost lost my granddad. But the way he lived, like he didn't. I mean, I shouldn't speak ill about me dead granddad, but he had, as Tom Horton would describe with Prince Philip, colourful language <laughs> when he mm. when he describes people of diversity. <laughs> right. Aye. All right. Aye. Doesn't call them people of diversity. Just calls them them. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I just, um, I didn't need to have that kind of conflict with someone that I didn't love. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could just go, you know, what, whatever, whatever. He's a, to me, that whole family's our Kardashians. The fucking, they've got a bunch of ill-gotten fucking blood diamonds in that in that wardrobe that we're going to visit and look at and go, oh look at them diamonds. You know what? what, what <laughs> I'm still not knowing how to react, right? But I am like, which is look, I don't care. Um, like it, on one side of things, I I'm just like look, the death of a human being, even a human being that I don't like, isn't a good thing. Nobody deserves to die. Um, it's good when some people die. But nobody deserves to die. Uh, I don't think Prince Philip necessarily because he was ninety nine. You know, I mean, nobody deserves to die at that age. You kind of just, you know, do. But I'll not pretend for a fucking second. I give a shit. I'm not feeling sentiment. Can it feel sentiment? His son is a a pedophile and he fucking and regardless, he covered it up. The reason he's not in jail. Reason Prince Andrew's not in jail for being a literal fucking pedophile is his parents is because of his mum and dad. And it's absolute mum. And- yeah, like, and this is the thing. I get. That's I get, my opinion. I get the loyalty of parents, right? Like you know, I'd I'd expect me mum and dad to have me back on a lot of things, right? Like you know, if I like drunk drove and hit somebody and I was getting done for manslaughter, I'm a fucking monster. Society wants us in jail, but I'm still me mum and dad's son, and they're gonna fucking try and protect us the best that they can, right? Right. But 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 but, 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 they'll just come visit you in prison. Ah, but you know, you know, if I had sex with a human trafficked child. I think yeah, even me, mum and dad's several, uncovered. Multiple. Ah, I think multiple even me, human I think even me, mum and dad's unconditional love would develop a condition. Do you reckon it was when they were just like, like you've you've gone into uh, prison and you've obviously had to drop over all of your uh, uh, your goods, your wallet, your phone, your passport, whatever you had on you, and they're just looking. You've got your passport on you for some reason, and they're just looking at the boarding pass, and they're like, "Fucking where's?" Pedo Island. <laughs> he was just yeah, this is a return flight from Pedo Island, and he was there for three weeks. I guess he was just enjoying the with with Jeffrey view. Epstein. Is that the is that the Pedo Island guy? Yeah, is that yeah, the Ronald yeah, McDonald of Pedo Island? <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. He went with him. Like it's 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 been very funny to not funny, sorry, I'll rephrase that. It's been very interesting to watch like the difference of reaction between England and the rest of the world. Like, man, I am in Australia, right? Where they have places called Victoria and Queensland and like all of these Commonwealth fucking names. Nobody over here gives a shit. And I mean literally fucking Not no even one. expats. Like 
because nope. Nope. I am a member of a, a Facebook group called Poms in Perth. And just because I wanted to mention, hey, I'm a Jordy, I'm a comedian that's over here doing a show. If anyone would want to uh, come see my show, this is when it's on. I've done a little bit of fucking promotion that way. Stayed a member of Poms in Perth. Oh, and they are gammon tributes. No, I have not met, like, anyone that gets... Like, the only people I've met have just been like to me, do you care? And I, all I go is, I'm Scottish. And they go, oh, fair enough. Like, what? you know, why would you? Um... But like for the because he's the Duke of Edinburgh, on, Daniel. Because he's your Duke. All right, but you know we didn't appoint. You know he appointed himself that. That's not like a title we gave him. Like, <laughs> oh, does that mean um, uh, the Duke of Edinburgh is going to end up being Andrew's title? Yeah, that'll be really uh, ironic, to, well, considering cha- what happens to people well, in Scouts. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the challenge is easier to get, but more uh, way worse, way worse. Yeah, get giving it getting. Now, being given the Duke of Edinburgh warrant at 15 years old has an entirely different meaning. Uh. It's just... Um, it's... Like... To, to all the people that, like, sincerely... Look, hey, hey, I'll not fucking berate anyone for bereaving someone. I don't know what a person means to you. Like, look, Steve Irwin's death made me genuinely sad. Ryan Dunn's death make me genuinely sad like if you recently you grew up DMX man I, I was like I was just a like, bad man I, a oh, fundamentally mate, bad mate, but man but the bangers though the fucking tunes man driving along and be Fiat Bravo like stop drop shut him down open up shop fucking I was a gangster man with him in my ears I could take on the world uh, but I couldn't be teenage angst with fucking them coals on the fire hello uh, Fucking, fucking Nikki, Nikki from Big Brother. Who is she? She gave confidence to a lot of girls who probably suffered from confidence issue and, and, she, she t- and stuff. Ah. You, don't, you don't get to choose what she, somebody she means showed to that, someone. She showed that you could get far without any talent at all, and it made it made a generation of people who try to achieve things without having any skills. But whatever, <laughs> so like, really people empowered grieve, people. People grieve their own things they've got their own heroes and I really try but I won't this, but I, I won't deny you your memes of the celebrities I grieve <laughs> not at all like come on I like, might even glance at anyone. them I might even glance at them for a bit of comic relief you know what a bit of gallows humour oh my god DMX is dead but have you seen this funny meme about him oh I feel a little bit better now the memes are Man, incredible. I, based on just the reaction to like Prince Philip's death and and the difference in reactions in England and literally the rest of the fucking world. Sorry, not England, the south of England, uh, and also not London. Everything outside of it, like just like this unique part. I am now terrified for when Lizzie fucking pops her clocks because. Like, people have not reacted well to the ambivalence and not giving a shit that Prince Philip's received. When you see some of the street parties that take place in some parts of the world when she dies, there might be another world war. It's gotta be so bad. It's gotta be so bad. Like we just—it's we gonna just, be real bad. Really, you know when you sing uh, "God Save Our Queen," just because I can't be asked with a fallout, I sing the national anthem loudly because I really can't be asked with the polarity that comes with every situation. This is gonna be like fucking the polarity of people, but on steroids. I uh, I just and also like it's the like you're allowed to love the royal fucking family, but it's the indignation. 
when nobody else not only gives a shit but also goes, you know what, fuck them. They go, well, how could you possibly say that? The tourism that they do for the country. You go, oh, yeah, no, I forgot. If the Queen existed, nobody would go and visit the castle. That's why nobody visits Edinburgh Castle. That's why nobody visits Greece anymore, Kai. Because the gods aren't there and the Romans are no longer in Rome. Like, nobody visits Rome anymore because Caesar's not there. So there'd be no fucking point. Thank God the royal family still fucking exists. Because without them, nobody would visit London, you daft fucking cunts. Do you know how much the Queen plays in the tourism is when you're at Buckingham Palace and you can see it over there at the other side of the walls and the gods? You kind of wonder if she's in it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she might not even be. Like you Your experience is completely the same. The royal family does so much for tourism in the UK. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I bet it would do the exact same numbers if they were all fucking dead. Like, in fact, I bet you this. I bet you when the Queen dies, tourism goes up. <laughs> like, you be, you'd be able to go into a house. If your whole argument... If your whole arg- if your whole argument is for fucking like we gotta have the royal family for tourism, then surely you better be crossing your fingers for the day she fucking dies, because the influx in tourism is going to be through the roof at that point. Truly, if that's your only fucking argument, it's going to be a fucking great day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's going to be terrible. And you know what? No, no, it's going to be exciting for several reasons. First of all, we're going to live to watch stamps change. Uh-huh. Who gets to live during that? Oh, it's going to change to Charles. A man, well, whoever it is. Yeah, the Prince Charles' is ugly mug on the stumps. Uh, on the no, money. No, no, no. Obviously, Kai, people are going to settle down. It'll be Meghan Markle. And the that's, that is the logical way. We we like a queen. It can't be Kate. She's she's busy. Uh, so Meghan Markle will be on the money next. I bet. And, I bet. Uh, I bet they've got the the headlines ready. I can't believe she's got the nerve to attend this funeral, and I can't believe the the bitch didn't make the effort to attend this funeral. She's there, going, "Oh, I can't do anything in this situation. Every result has got negative media." Also, can I, like, I will just say on record, the amount of people like, "What's your opinion, Meghan Markle?" My opinion on Meghan Markle is also, "Fuck her." Like I don't care. I do not, like, she's part of the royal family. Even even though she's part of the royal family that negated the royal family, she's still part of the royal family, so fuck it. Until she publicly comes out and sings a song about my uncle-in-law is a big fucking nonce and they've been hiding it forever. I have no respect. Prince Harry can go fuck himself. His uncle's a fucking nonce. The utter bullshit on that opera interview that the the call at the beginning that nothing was off limits to know. The what interview? Opera. 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 I mean... They weren't singing it, mate. It was Look, I don't care how you opera. pronounce opera. <laughs> it's not a matter of opinion. <laughs> it's, it's Oprah Winfrey. Opera? No. Oprah Winfrey? <laughs> oh, it's 100% of opera. Do you think that's why there was so much drama? Just because they were doing a fucking opera about the entire thing? <laughs> that's... This is this is, this is like Bath and Bath, Raspberry and Raspberry. It, no, 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 no. Because Bath and Bath and Bath are spelt the same. Opera and Opera. Look, are Danny, I was listening. To, I was listening to Opie and Anthony. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Right. Fine. <laughs> if it's a name, I'll use it. Oh, Peter Pan, my my. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
Which one is it again? Oprah. Oprah. Uh, she said it was going to be a no holds. But what the fuck am I? Me, me volume's doing this like auto. Sorry, I shouldn't do that. I'll get right. I'll I'll deal that with that in my own head. Fuck it. What? Sorry, Daniel. We fucking um. There's there's a ghost in the room that keeps moving me volume like genuinely. I said Sorry. it the way I wanted it, and I've just watched it move, and I didn't touch it. Right. She said it was a no hold bars interview, and. She made Megan confirm, like, is, is everything, is the gloves off? We can talk about anything on this. And she's like, yep, we can talk about anything. The fucking pedo elephant that stood in the room, <laughs> sweating its box Wanking off. Wanking off in the corner. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're like, somebody mentioned the nonce. Aye. Just fucking, It's yeah. just, there's, 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 nobody's any right to fucking complain anything about the royal family. There is a fucking beast in that family who has not been charged and who was refusing to go to America and refusing to be questioned by the FBI because he fucked a bunch of children, right? He fucked a bunch of children on a fucking island with one of the greatest fucking paedophiles that ever lived. And I don't mean that in a reverential way. I mean <laughs> mathematically. Like, man, like he, was, he had a pedo island. He was a... Of course... <laughs> Man, when it comes to pedo, he, Jeffrey Epstein was the messy of pedos. He got other people involved he was, he in his pedophilia te- so, so that he could get away with his pedophilia. He was like, I'm going to take a bunch of pictures of you with a bunch of kids but that you, I know you fuck. He's the greatest pedo that ever exists, which means he's the worst person that's ever lived. Fundamentally the worst person lived. And there is a family in a fucking castle that is covering this, not only covering this fucking story up, denying more information to come out stopping more information coming out stopping this thing going to fucking trial fuck everyone in the tree fuck the kids bad example oh man you just lost it i <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry i should Damn. this is the problem this is me saying when i said yeah no i did i lost that right we've got that's that, the problem we've got that the can i'll cut that i'll isolate it <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's the one thing I've... Man, it's happened so many times in conversation. Like, the amount of times... You know, I fucking F and Jeff all the time. Mm. I swear, like a motherfucker. Lots of But Jeff for and... me, f- me and the word fucking is... Fucking is just my um. Like, oh, fucking this. F, oh, where am I? I'm going to fucking Canberra and then I'm going to fucking... And I forget so many times on stage. It means it having sex with. When I was in the... <laughs> yes, I. See, when I was on stage, I'd say, look... It, I, I would say, look... I fucking love kids. I fucking love kids. And you know I fucking love kids. But sometimes that word was what with the other words. I fucking love kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love fucking kids. Because I'm going, look, hey, it's a bunch of fucking kids. Obviously don't mean it's kids that are fucking. It's just a bunch of kids. And I've used the word fucking as an adverb there. It's a bunch of fucking kids. And then I go, I love fucking kids. And that comes across as I love having sex with children. But sadly, I don't think my mum and dad would bury that fucking story by uh, blaming it on Matthew's coloured girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Remarkable. Absolutely remarkable that that's the situation. You know know what as well? Like, the, 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 the amount of people that love the royals, right, hate people on benefits. Like the, the the benefit sheets, she's gonna get that money and spend. They've gotta get that money and spend it on cigarettes. You know what? Cigarettes do something. They're twenty quid in the fucking calm your nerves when you're a poor cunt. 
when you're divin' out where the next meal's coming from, probably with the money you should have spent on food instead of cigarettes. But look, you've well, got that... yourself in that situation. You're not fucking smart. You're not good at making decisions. Your education failed you. Your society failed you. You've got benefits. You bought a cigarette because it's one of the only good things in your day and it's bringing you closer to death. You have a cigarette, right? And people sneer at you, right? These cunts are spending millions on jewels. <laughs> <laughs> they're benefit but cheats. Ca- they're a benefit cheat. Kai, why don't we spray sh- paint people? All of the charity the work they do, but Kai, you've got to remember at some point, like they they said things and and they talked about certain charities and they, you know, Prince Philip said a lot of lovely things that he was a he was a promoter of the WWF and he did all that stuff and you go you know he yeah. could have done that if he wasn't the fucking prince like the like it's like that, he that, could have done that yeah that's and him. still paid tax that's him like <laughs> sports washing that, that that's yeah. him because he knows he's in the public eye like that ain't mm. altruism that's him like oh, oh it's fuck, it's like gonna... any any time a fucking footballer especially a footballer of color uh, fucking donates any money to charity people go it's for a tax break for a tax break he's only doing it for a tax break and you go motherfucker there's nothing people can do to that but this fucking royal family can swan it but they I, that's it so uh, for a tax economy. break because you do so much for fucking charity they do this because you'd rather because you'd rather go on tax which you can see how they spend tax you can see how this it's right there in front of you how they're spending your tax money the fucking cronyism they're giving it to their friends for massive PPE contracts for track and trace contracts even the fucking free school meals contract was giving a load of money to their pals like I take a tax break, mate, because the tax is getting spent very fucking poorly. So if he can spend that money well on a charity before it hits the fucking pockets, and these cunts in charge, fucking hit a tax break. Mate, honestly, fucking everybody dodge tax as best as you can. Spend it better. Spend it better. I truly believe... I truly believe that England is very, very close to surpassing America as the dumbest country in the world. Aye. I do, you gotta remember, Boris Johnson looked down the lens of a camera on national television and said, if 20,000 British people die, it's an abject failure, right? And we've just surpassed 150,000 deaths, and 65% of your lot, of you south of the fucking border, going, there's nothing he could have done. He smashed it. You know what? He might be the best we've ever had. This is truly just some sort of 4D chess player. Somehow this man knew that by forcing Brexit through, we wouldn't have to share our vaccine with the rest of Europe. And he's fucking done him. They've fucking, he's done the French. He's done the Italians. He's the greatest prime minister in the world. It's exhausting to watch. How easily fucking gaslit everyone is down there. And it's like I, I envy it really because if if I, I mean I, I've I've voted Labour right, and if my vote came in and you fucking cuck and and Labour done a, a terrible job, like even half is terrible. Even if half the fucking deaths of what this Tory government have had, I'd be so I'd feel accountable, man. I'd be like, ah, fuck, maybe I back the wrong horse. Even if I didn't know this alternative reality that we're in now, right, where we fucking break records, right? If I was there with half of that, I'd be like, oh my god, I fucking, I can't believe we've all come to this. I'm so sorry. Fucking, I'm so apologetic. Ju- but they don't and, feel ju- that. They don't feel that. 
Just so people can understand how truly, truly fucking awful the UK has done in comparison. Kai, off the top of your head, how many deaths from COVID do you think there's been in Australia? Oh, it's got to be, I'm going to say like... We're we're on a... I'm going to say 20,000 as that being a fraction of ours and the fact that... 909,000. <laughs> and thankfully, they were all in Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't get counted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Adelaide. I've actually got nothing against Adelaide. Oh, well, I've, I've I mean, had. I don't anymore. But I've had lovely times there. I just like join, I like joining in with you. Nine hundred and nine. Nine hundred and nine Australians have died. Like so that's an option. That's possible for the rest of the world. Now if only if only the UK was an inherently racist island that hated immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know what? That <laughs> That's what we are and we didn't even do that well. <laughs> right. You would have thought this these fucking cunts that have been so desperate to close the fucking borders and keep immigrants out. Could have done that right. And, uh, <laughs> they were given the chance. Oh, I won't wait for it. Let me stop pulling figures out my ass. How many deaths have we got in the UK? UK COVID deaths. Is it around 100,000 now for us? It's well over 100,000, mate. It's shite, man. I know some of them. And you was fucking. I, I was like, uh, we are. I was like, it's not close to home hope. anymore. It's Vic, in Kai. my house. It's in my house. Very exciting. Kai. No, no, Kai. This is very good. We are. About 68, we are 32 deaths away from 150,000. Oh, keep refreshing it, keep refreshing it. Do that thing <laughs> that you click your fingers with, up the advert. Uh, do, do, do a fucking <laughs> porno. 150,000 compared to 909. And look, Aussies here, like the, the, like the government did okay, like we've got, there's larger, it wasn't like the, the federal government that did particularly good. It was the local governments that were able to shut down. Like the one advantage that, of course, Australia is more spread out than the UK is. It's much more difficult to manage. But the disparity in the difficultness isn't 149,000 more. Like it's not that fucking hard. What's harsh about that number is it's, it's, an, ab, it's an abstract number, right? You just say like 100,000 people, right? But I've, I've been one of the one of the people mourning a loss as many, many people have, right? And when you're in that state of mourning, right, you can, there's a hundred thousand people and in, in that's that's having this ripple effect on other people that are around them. So the the hun the the, the, the tens to hundreds of people that are around that person that suffer, that didn't die, but they've suffered the loss. It's fucking millions it's a it's wreckage of millions of lives. Aye. But he's doing his best. He's doing his best for me. No, no, Kai, he's not doing his best. He's, he's I mean, it could have been the other guy. It could have been the other guy. and Yeah, no, but Kai, can you just imagine how bad it would have been if Jeremy Corbyn was in charge and we had, you know, more money in the NHS <laughs> and, you know, and if he, you know, if he'd chosen somebody to get, it, it just, it doesn't bear thinking about how much worse. It would have fucking been, and this is the other thing. Like, and as well, the, and, fa- and the this... fact that we laughed at the Wi-Fi. They, oh, we're going to give everyone fucking free broadband in the house as part of the state, and then every cunt ends up working from home and on Zoom and fucking uh, all the fucking entertainment industries. Like the fucking amount of times I've looked at that red square on the fucking bottom corner of my Twitch stream, gone, fuck man, we nearly had it. <laughs> the, 
it's 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 fucking remarkable how easily gaslit a nation is like i i used to always fucking criticize america because fox news is just so fucking toxic over there and it's so popular and there's just you know this channel that's just spits out lies and lies and lies and all you have to do is just watch it and be like oh this is just bullshit and you go god the americans are so dumb because like fucking 45 to 50 percent of them eat this shit up thank god i come from a smart fucking country boris johnson is going to win a fucking landslide in the next election by a fucking country fucking mile by a country where 150,000 people literally 149,000 extra people that died in fucking Australia and he's going to fucking walk in and people are going to go look he smashed it because they own the media and they fucking own it's, the... It's, it's, you know what it is with uh, in America right when you say the Fox News right the, the way they do it in America is that when they're gaslighting the nation, they yell it at them. They're yelling it at them. They're name calling. They're shouting. The way Britain does it, it's more subtle. It's more devious and snaky. It's like the the media. It's like it. Sometimes it just like turns a phrase and choice of words and like an angle to come at. And it's like fucking real manipulative rather than just like this is what you think. Yeah, it's like, ugh. Uh, I feel like this is. I feel like you and me are stepping on me and Cam James's te- territory at this point because this is just an episode of two woke cuts. <laughs> it is. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. But you know what? You know what? I kind of get past. You know, if you just look at Boris Johnson, that job is doing a fucking Emperor Palpatine number on his face. As age gets him, as the stress of the job gets him, you can tell he's a bad cunt. Like, uh, man, people. And people will be, again, the similar fucking thing. Boris Johnson will dr- die within the next 10, 15, 20, 30 or so fucking years. And when he dies, it will be exactly like fucking Thatcher dies. Right? Which is there will be parties in the streets of Scotland. And you'll have a bunch of undereducated, not even undereducated, willfully miseducated and willfully misguided people in England being like, those Scots are bastards. Look at them just glorifying the death of a single man. The death of a man who's responsible for the death for of their families. 150,000 people. People that they people. loved, people that they grieved. And they'll be going, oh, you're what, uh, fucking mate. You've got to hold them accountable, man. <laughs> that's oh, it. That's, no, something just, I've, that's something I've preached for you. Just accept, if, you if you vote someone. Just accept that we're, we're the new America, man. But like, if you, if and and th- thankfully America's getting worse, but we're just now the second America. Aye, uh, yes. Like and it's and it's and it's and it's just going to get worse. They're not putting money into education. They're not putting money into the fucking schools. They're not putting money into critical thinking. Uh, the uh, media is owned by the BBC. Air quotes there, so therefore they can just give more of it to the fucking. Right wing, because cancel culture means that the occasional racist doesn't get a book deal and they don't have any other platform apart from all the other platforms they've got. And, oh God, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to turn into Steve Hughes, aren't I? Uh, I, lo- gonna... I, I love that cancel culture is mostly uh, peddled, mostly preached by people that haven't done anything that you can be cancelled for. Like, <laughs> they, 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 they haven't got a platform to be deplatformed for. As someone that has in fact, a bunch tra- of that, yeah, go ahead, sorry. Just as someone that's got a bunch of race jokes, uh, a joke about Hiroshima uh, in a show where I graphically act out somebody dying in Hiroshima, I graphically uh, activate wanking off a fucking pedophile. 
cancel culture is a fucking myth, mate, right? Not for comedians. Like, again, it works for regular people. But if you just tell good jokes, you're not going to get fucking cancelled. People can take you out of context, and people will take you out of context. And and I guarantee in the next fucking five, ten years of my career, my comedy will be taken out of context and used as something to flog me over the head with. But the real audience won't give a shit. They're just going to have a fucking bonfire in a newspaper that I don't read. And I'll be like, oh, look. It's an effigy of me. That's interesting. And then I'll get free publicity for two years. Yep. And all you've got to do, Daniel, is just not be a beast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always feel about that. Like, if I'm saying stuff, like, people can take stuff out of context. They can quote us in a fucking shite book that Nate Cunt likes. Um <laughs> Whoa, hey, it's not even come out yet. Don't go call my Jesus, man. Like, we've just delayed it by a year. I didn't say anything that bad. In fact, I think I gave you a pretty nice shout out. Like, yeah, I made a bunch of jokes about you. But, like, I feel like it was in the guise of our friendship. <laughs> just saying. No one's read it yet, so no one likes it yet. I really wish I'd actually called you racist in my book. <laughs> like, I really wish in the final legend. Oh. I'd just be like, also, by the way, he's a racist. <laughs> Aye. In like a date at Austin Powers kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe she said that, that it was like an Austin Powers kind Because Austin Powers was very knowing. Austin Powers was like ahead of its time. That, like that stands up as being very aware. Oh, and, yeah, and also Austin <laughs> Powers like did not. Like he was, there was one point. Like did she take Austin Powers at face value, the stupid cunt? <laughs> Cunt is an inherently sexist word, and it can be. It's a man. I've I've been gigging in fucking Melbourne, and like man, like I've forgotten. Like don't get me wrong, it's amazing to be back doing like comedy in like full rooms and with real audiences, and and you you just forget how fucking sensitive and wanky Melbourne can be. Sometimes. Oh yeah, like, I... like like the way I just right. Gigging in Melbourne, right, is is a lot like taking a kid, your kid, to a bubble factory, right? And all the other kids at Melbourne Comedy Festival love the bubble factory. But for some reason, your kid thinks bubbles are bees. And they just walk into the bubble factory. And every time a bubble touches them, they go, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and you've just, you go, hey, no, no, hey, it's not, it's not bee. It's just a bubble. You just, Is this the you just it didn't actually, it did, didn't hurt you. It's just a little, uh, and they go, oh, sorry. You're right. I was, I was, ah, the other one got me. And you go, it's a fuck. It's not a, it's not a real bee. It's a bubble. You've stop embarrassing me in front of the other kids. I've had this bubble factory all over the fucking world, and they love it in the rest of the world. You are the only people that insist that these fucking bubbles can hurt you. You fucking pussies. Oh, fuck, I said pussy. Uh, That's them gone again. <laughs> they get offended if you insult their coffee, man. <laughs> Did oh, you say that about my coffee? Um, the, I, I did it uh, two other with Tom Steed one time, and fucking he he found it rough, like because they just kept taking everything he said at face value and not seeing the humour in it, and he was like, "Fuck, man, these people." One of the most <laughs> common phrases you'll hear in Melbourne is "Go, you know that if you, you know, some people might misconstrue the joke," and you go, 
then don't misconstrue the joke. You know that responsibility is on your end. You know misconstruing is literally the receptor's fault. Mm. Like you chose to take the joke in the wrong way and you were reacting like that. Aye, but, well, it, no, it's just... but it's because they're sweethearts at the end of the day. Mm, a real empathetic. <laughs> Pat themselves on the road back for their empathy. I swear to fucking God, nah, here's like, the one thing. I love always, sorry, I was going to say, I just want to disclaim, I love, I love uh, Melbourne, because I just do a lot of fucking sex jokes and toilet humour. I really can't too near the knuckle for them to back off. Man, you would fucking hate being Melbourne right now, because uh, the Melbournians, Kai, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you know this, but the reason I know this is because every single one of them has told me this several times. Kai, um, Australia didn't have to go through too many lockdowns. Like, Brisbane literally only had one three-day lockdown. Queensland had, like, a two-week one where it was only essential workers. Sydney had to go into lockdown for about a month. But, Kai, do you know... Um, and if, if, if you, have you got tissues ready? Because this is going to make you very emotional. I am in my computer room with a curtain shut. Of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> Kai, um, people in Melbourne went through a... Sorry, I'm sorry, I don't... I just can't bear. People in Melbourne went through a three-month lockdown, <gasps> and how did they? Oh man, some some of them didn't. Some of the some of them some of them went out for a thirty-five-minute walk, five minutes over the schedule, and and somebody in uniform told them to go home. Kai, someone in uniform wearing shorts, and you can see their ankles, and they look dead cute in the smile. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a little boy. One of them policemen with a fucking propeller cap on was it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, look, and again, not to, like, look, no lockdown is fun. To be fair, no lockdown is fun, whether it's a week, whether it's a month, whether it's fucking three months, whether it's 14 months, it's no lockdown is fun. And just because you've gone through something longer, it absolutely does not diminish the three month order. But these cunts, their backs must hurt carry in this cross around because they, man, they, they come up to me and they're just like, we know what you've been through. I'm like, no, you, you're talking to me. You've got no idea. What's it like? Like, you understand. They're like, oh my God, two week quarantine must have been really hard for you. I couldn't have done it. I'm like, you know, I came. From a quarantine, uh, and I, you know, I just went from one quarantine to a different quarantine. I, I, I locked down in London. <laughs> For me, someone from Melbourne giving us that would be like someone that'd been to the Falklands talking to someone that served in Nam. Uh, man, the analogy I use is it's like Jamie. People in Melbourne talking about their lockdown is like you going up to Oscar Pistorius and being like, "I tell you what, I had such a horrible argument with my wife the other day that I stubbed my toe." <laughs> like it's not the same. It's not. Like I know you think it is, but have some perspective, please. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your sympathetic no legs guy was the man who shot his wife. Aye, if only aye. we knew more good people with no legs. <laughs> <laughs> if only I watched the Paralympics. Hey, here's one thing that. Uh, so look, it's it's amazing to uh, be out here, and it's amazing how different things are. And also, look, to any one from Melbourne listening. Like they did, they had a, they did have a very fucking strict lockdown, like the type that we have in the UK, and that's not a fucking easy thing to go through. So they're so grateful to be out, and it's it's really nice, and they're being secure, they're being yeah, it's safe. Not, it's not a competition. Also... It's it was hard for everyone in their own lives. Yeah, aye, aye, but I will be a dick about it because of fuck course, you, of course, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, I go into the Comedy Republic, which is like recent Chiron's comedy club that they now own, and I get upstairs and fucking cat. Our Australian manager is there. I bump into Jen Fricker. I bump into Chiron. And it's like being in Lovely a bar people, again. Man. Like this in... is making us really jealous. Oh, right. So I'm sitting there going, oh my God. And you do that thing where you're at a bar and you bump into people and it's so good. And man, then I look over. Jamon. Jamon's just sat at the other side of the fucking bar and I go over and I talk to Jamon and I'm like this is fucking great and we have a good time and then later on in the evening about 45 minutes later I was being ear fucked by people I couldn't be arsed talking to oh no they're <laughs> like, still there like, this is the eye oh, man I've you suddenly realised I've got me rose tinted goggles on and you just literally slapped them off my face oh. man it it was mad, like, it's a great fucking club. I met so many good people. But when it started getting towards the later hours of the night, like, for two hours, it was the best thing in the world. And then the final three, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I remember just fucking, hey, 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 man. And just somebody taking you away from a conversation. And you know that thing where you, like, sometimes you just stop talking to the person talking to you just to see if they've got any social cues in their system? And they don't. You know, and they just... You know what I discovered as well with them people over um, the course of, like... Because you, you get fucking gaslit at the start of your career that, like, all these bars, Brooks Bar, Loft Bar, The Abattoir, they're all people looking over their shoulder for someone better to talk to and hobnobbing and schmoozing and all that. And you're right. there going, oh, you yeah, that is kind of grimy. And you're like, no, no, no. If somebody's looking over your shoulder to get out of a conversation, you've got no right to... You can't hold them hostage. You didn't, like, put yourself in this, like, am I not good enough kind of fucking attitude. Like, if your you conversation gotta... is fucking taking up someone's time and boring them. Also, don't, don't... you're not entitled to all of someone's time. Like, I, it's it's so people go, oh, you're clearly looking for someone else. I go, no, but we've spoken for five minutes. Like, we've spoken for five to ten minutes. We fucking catched up. I asked about you, you about your life. You asked me about my fucking life. What are we... We're standing up at a bar. Uh, what further uh, catch-up do you want to fucking... I've got other friends in this room. You've got other friends in this room. Why are we pretending uh, that all we want to do is each if other I'm get, If I'm getting marked out the game, like I'm looking for a patch of grass, I can fucking get some space. <laughs> if I find myself looking at some good shoulder, it's because I'm uncomfortable. It's not because <laughs> I think that somebody else in the room can give us a better career break. It's because we friends are there and we paint's getting warm. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so you—I mean, you do, mate. It's 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 great to fucking be in society, but like, I was I was laughing to myself because I was just like, God, like uh, during quarantine and during fucking lockdown, I convinced myself that I missed being sociable so much. <laughs> and then, like, like two hours, I was like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not sociable. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't miss being in a bar. Talking to people, I miss being in a bar with my with mates, mates. That I was just yeah. yeah, that was just hanging. Oh, I don't miss being in random bar. That being said, no, like, um, I what what a weird thing to miss. I got to go into a a restaurant by myself with your book and your headphones. Nice. You know that? Yeah. That was nice. Aye. And that I, was a really nice. I used to like doing that from home. Like when I was at home, I would go into a go into a cafe and do that. I'll go Same. go to the go to the restaurant by the canal and just sit on the fucking like uh, the veranda. Like my house is just there. I could sit in the house reading my book. But, but it's just if you go sit out and you get somebody else to cook a fucking meal for you. And I know it's coming back in the UK and mm. and to the people in the uh, UK. I I do. I'm, I'm getting better at it. But man, I do have like a real level of fucking guilt because I feel like I'm skipping like the hardest mission. 
Like we've all we've all gone through this together, and like because the UK is so close to coming out of it, and I do believe that because of the way we're vaccinating, and because of you know what we're doing, like this is the last one, and we're all you've about you, to come you've out. You've used of it. cheats. You've used I've the used, cheat code. You'd nearly completed I, the game, and you went fucking unlimited I, ammo, unlimited lives. Of I, the last couple of missions were too hard, and I just typed in forward slash God mode forward slash Rosebud. I've just got infinite money, infinite things. Um, and I'm I'm I'm, 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 get... I'm here again. Well, you can't be getting any joy out of it if you're using cheats, but I can see your face. We're on a Zoom call. You're buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking buzzing. You cheating uh, cunt. Uh, I'm totally fucking. Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> fucking coward. I also like um, uh, I like so obviously every day during quarantine I I phoned Cara when I woke up she phoned me when she woke up and you know it was that it was really nice conversations because it was just fucking two people I was like what are you what have you been up to and she was like what the fuck are you nothing I've been up to nothing what have you been up to and I'm like also nothing and well then, I, I'm I'm personally offended because she played Among Us on my stream and I think that's noteworthy. She did what? Well, oh no! In fact, so she did fucking tell me about this, and she was just like, "Yeah, I just wish there was. I had to do it on my phone. I just wish there was an easier way to play it." And I was like, "Oh, what about like a twenty grand studio with a fucking piece with two screens in it? You daft bitch! Like a phone, <laughs> like one that you've got a key to, one that I stream." I don't have you banned off from your treehouse. Have you got a fucking no girls allowed on your on your fucking studio? <laughs> no, but she, she she was like it's really difficult on the phone. I'm like, can I just go into the office and play it? But she's got her office upstairs, and she sort of sees that as yeah. as uh, hers. And also, man, like, because I, I did feel fucking guilty because she was sincerely happy for me coming over here because like she's seen the way I've handled the last year and she's like I know you need this. I know there's only so much I can do for your ego and there's there's this. She's seen the sit down showers. Yeah, yeah, she smelled them. And the stand up poos. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, so she's just like, go out there and enjoy it. But she was a bit quiet for like the day or two just because she knew I was uh, having fun. So I did a thing that any, you know, good partner would do. And uh, I uh, had some flowers just sent to the house, just saying, hey, just so you know, even though I'm out here, but I still do fucking miss you. And can I just say, I finally relate to uh, Natalie uh, on a profound level of just how relaxing and great it is to have a basic bitch partner who is so <laughs> easily <feel> pleased. <laughs> I didn't know you had the brain capacity for that. Because, <laughs> okay, I feel but, like I should feel attacked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I I sent these flowers to Zakara and man she's she's she, I mean she's like you she's just happy she's just intrinsically to her core happy nothing's too difficult for her the world doesn't overwhelm her she's just smiling fucking happy and you I said you haven't seen fun. me before and, my coffee <laughs> <laughs> she gets these flowers and she's like oh my god you can go out and have fun and I'm like baby you know that's not a fair trade right like. I've got freedom for five weeks and I sent you some 15 quid flowers and she's like, you're such, such a sweetheart, go ahead and have all the fun in the world. I just don't, to any lads out there, not even just lads, if you were in a relationship 
I cannot express to you, even though it seems like something so small and so easy, the act of buying your partner flowers goes a thousand miles. Like there's even even the girls that are like I don't like flowers, they do. Even blokes like flowers. I don't know if you've ever given a bloke flowers before, but I've done some. Uh, that's that's right? how that's when how I tell that's flowers. how I tell Matt he was best man. I sent flowers to his work. <laughs> <laughs> flowers are pretty. There's nothing feminine about flowers apart from history. Flowers are a beautiful thing to receive. Uh, you buy someone flowers. Trust me, as a man giving flowers, you just don't know how to react. I think most but men you... most men are like, oh, now I've got to keep these alive. I struggle to keep me alive. <laughs> yeah, this, I wasn't ready to be a father. Why have you given me this burden of responsibility? But being given flowers, it's like a really nice thing. And also just the gesture of, you know, something cheap enough and it's somebody's thinking of you it's that like you know what you, you know what's nice as well like the, you know Nat- natalie put it on our vows so anything that's important to you is important to me and she really focuses on what i like even if it's something that's alien to her like last night she fucking paused to tell you or whatever at like five to eleven and went is that is that not a live tournament on rocket league <laughs> and then she fucking supported us <laughs> while i played in a rocket league tournament until i went out and then we'll put the telly back on i'm like i'm like fucking that, that cost her nothing it cost her fucking Aye. nothing. And you know what? I give her a good old licky this morning. I woke her up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just treated her fanny like it was the back of the Queen's head on a stamp. But like, this has got to go. We both had morning breath, but no one gave a fuck. <laughs> she had morning breath down there. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> Oh, uh, one thing is I, I I didn't cut you off from anything there, did I? Because I want to I want to pick off up something I cut you off on in the last podcast. No, no, go ahead. Right, um, because I listened back to it and I was like, oh, I never let him get this story out. You are in phys- physical social studies, and the media watched the movie Alive. Oh yeah. You never finished that yeah. story. Um. Well, we. I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty much like that. Was they just showed us that video when it was like to try and teach you about morals and whatnot and also like how moral and ethics are you know different there's nothing in fucking black and white each is personal like do you if you crash if a plane crashes on this thing are you right to eat the other pe- dead people to survive or is it unforgivable like what's the what are you so it's like a phil- philosophical quandary i i and uh like I I mean I still don't know because in my in my in my head now I'd be like you know what yes I would because you know survival is important to me and if somebody's dead I don't believe in heaven I don't fucking believe in hell I don't believe in souls like I don't think human meat is gonna fucking taste nice but if I want to fucking live like I'll choke down some fucking shit to fucking survive but then you also think they're like you know what I probably would start from the ass. Ah, uh, that, that I think that would be a succulent cut. Very fatty as well. Like the offense. Also, I, I eat ass when it's alive. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> like it's only a small step down when it's dead. <laughs> I the only difference between between what I normally do is I'll be swallowing. Which you could learn from. <laughs> I I don't remember what my my point was. But would you do you reckon you'd you'd eat human flesh if you had to? Oh, did I know them? 
Well, I think, I it, would, mean, I think it would be a lot. Excellent stipulation. Would I there think, be? So you're saying there'd be a line there? I'd, I'd, I'd need a stranger before I need a mate. <laughs> I. But that's also as much as I agree with you. That's arguably wrong because you know how what's the di- when they're dead what's the difference between those people there should be you know you're not going to eat your friend but the person you are eating was somebody else's friend somebody else's you know mother it's, father well it's just like i don't know if you'd eat would you eat a pet <laughs> like 100 percent. i'd eat a dog or a cat if uh, if uh, if push come to shove but like if i had a choice between someone else's dog or cat or my family friend that i lost <laughs> I'd probably but bury the this... one. Like, you know, I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> this, is, this is cannibals being choosers here. Uh, yeah, I was saying, like, yeah, yeah, if uh, I had the option. But if I didn't well, have the option, Brad, maybe, yeah, maybe I would eat a mate. Yeah, but you'd you'd select first. You'd be, you'd be fucking lobbying for somebody else. They'd be like, we can't eat her. She was my friend. You're like, yeah, but you only had. In fact, no, maybe you'd have to be like, look, I have less friends. So you had four friends, so we should eat one of yours, because at least three of yours are untied. Here's something. You're not meant to eat carnivorous animals. Um, You're meant to to eat vegetarian animals, so I would probably, that's how I would discriminate. I would probably eat vegetarians first, because I'd feel like their meat wouldn't be as bad for us. I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like that's a good logic to have. No, it, but also I'd like much I'd, rather I'd, I'd, need plant, a, I'd much rather eat a plant-fed I, human. I and I'd also I'd need that laugh on the side of the mountain. Like that would be like some of the I'd be like he this cub was vegan his entire life and now I'm eating him. The irony, uh, like that would see me through. That laugh would see me through an extra couple of days. No, Bruce Morale, like this vegan. No, Bruce Morale, like, you'd be grateful. You'd be grateful for a number of reasons. You'd be like, I think this is pure meat. I think this meat's less likely to make us ill. And ha 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 ha. <laughs> like double whammy thanks mate thanks for your lifestyle choices shame so this is, shame this it didn't secure your longevity this is a debate I have not a debate with debate per se but like you know and Cara loves animals and I also love animals right and I, I'd like in the future like I'd love to have fucking ducks as pets I'd like to have fucking chickens as pets I'd also that's man, why I got your bone arrow pick- for your birthday <laughs> Just to ward off the foxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll protect them in my own Lord of the Rings way. <laughs> um, and I'd also like a pigs because pigs are as intelligent as uh, dogs are. They're emotional. They, you know, they book relationships. And Cara is up for all of this. But where we draw the line is, like, I would like to raise pigs so that when my kids, they get to, you know, see a kid, they get to pig, they get to fucking raise it. And then when it dies, I'm like, hey! Dinner. You get to see because, where food hey, comes this from. Is, this, this, and this is an important thing. Like you can love something and you can understand that it has a fucking purpose. We had a great time with it, but it is essentially food. And Cara has zero time for that. I'm like, so are you telling me you're literally going to make me fucking bury a pig? Like, like if we have a pet pig and it dies... Like I'm gonna have to bury it, and she's like, "Well, no, probably we'll probably just burn it." And I'm like, "So, so we're cooking the motherfucker, and I can't even eat it. Like I've got to sit there, just you, mouth salivating." You, you couldn't, bur- the- <laughs> and then just go through the like you're burning it, you're, bur- you're burning it, you're gonna waste that, you're wastage. 
Wastage. That's what it is. Wastage if you bury a pig. Oh, a wastage, man. Like, you might as well just take a fucking shovel of soil into the butchers and just fuck all his stock. <laughs> like, just fuck the soil all over his stock. And the butchers, they're going, what? How are we? It was fucking out. It's a bit of coin there, you know? <laughs> but it's also the same with fucking, like, ducks and stuff. Man, duck's delicious. And we all wish it wasn't. But fuck me, what a lovely fucking... Man, you go out in the morning, man, you're devastated. Like, fucking, your your, your favourite fucking duck, duck berry is dead. Or duck testa, whatever the fucking name you decide to give <laughs> Duckleberry him. Finn. Duckleberry Finn. Just the racist duck. I was happy when he died. <laughs> <laughs> like, he wouldn't hang out with the crows. Um, You go out and you go, oh, I'm heartbroken. My favourite fucking duck died. It, fucking that plum tree's looking pretty good though, isn't it? And then you get to eat it. You know what the best thing about eating your own duck is, Danny? You don't have to get the pill! Hello! Oh. <laughs> My arms are up in the air. I'm celebrating, guys. I'm celebrating top corner. Fucking Back in the net. Curled it in. Curled it in. Long uh, range winner. To, Screamer. And to, and to think we were trying to have a serious conversation. Quack of the net. The royal family oh, and Fuck off, bar. you fucking... <laughs> Piece of shit. How fucking dare you make my ears listen to that? Some some people have paid for this, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> paid for the early. Getting this early. I'm getting, I'm getting it early so you can warn people who aren't on Patreon not to listen to this week's episode. I'm just listening it up to 50 minutes. Honestly, That's... 50 minutes, the royal stuff, solid. Solid. <laughs> stuff about Melbourne, then... decent. But made the, uh... like the duck stuff that... Aye. The peak, peaking duck. <laughs> I fucking swear. Peking Thank God duck. this is not. I, I don't repeat it as if I did. Don't repeat it as if the reason I didn't laugh is because I didn't fucking hear the motherfucker. I repeat it for me Jesus. so I can enjoy it twice. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like spitting on your girlfriend's face because you didn't do a big enough load. Be like, I know you. I know you just wanted the sensation, so here it is. <laughs> Sorry, love. I had a couple of wags today, so I guess I'll just have to grog on your noggin. Right. Well, I've been on fire for the last five minutes, so there's that. So I'm just going to get a bit of form back, feel like a comedian again. <laughs> I wouldn't know the feeling. Uh, your dad won't take the AstraZeneca vaccine because it has a one in a hundred million chance of blood clots, despite the fact that he's been on the pill for five years because his cum keeps drifting into his own ass. <laughs> and only with and people also, that have got thrombosis. Oh, let, me to, let me to publicly say this. If you are not willing to take the AstraZeneca vaccine because of the one in a hundred... Wait. One in a hundred women on the pill, on the birth control pill, get the blood clot. If you are not willing to take the AstraZeneca fucking vaccine because it's one in a hundred million, from the bottom of my heart, good riddance. It was um, like, do, don't take the, it and die. The, See if I give a shit. The article in New Scientist, because I, I'm just going to slip that in there. I read New Scientist magazine these days. Um, said that it's it's too small of a fucking uh, sample rate of people getting blood clots. They can't tell if they would have getting them anyway. Yes, because that small of a sample. Oh, let them, if you don't want the vaccine, for, uh, if you do not want to take any of these vaccines, please, on behalf of everyone else in the world, don't take the vaccine. None of us will miss you. Uh, Just go. Fucking don't let the door hit you in. The, it's the uh, Mad Mike uh, principle. 
Oh, I good fucking. I found the word three podcasts later. The word I was looking for was principle, not fallacy, not prophecy. The Mad Mike principle. Mad Mike principle. Right, uh, your right. your dad dressed as a mummy for Halloween by wrapping himself in toilet roll, but I hadn't realised and just wiped me bum with him. <laughs> uh, your dad thinks Newcastle should trade Alan St Maximan for Lacazette. This podcast is over. My dad. He just thinks. He just he just likes to be better better signing for. He, he says specifically ASM doesn't. His heart's not at the club. He's just did, uh, did you just watch, for the paycheck every week. Did you just watch the game? That, <laughs> no, but, that, but that, I, heard, that, I heard the result and I knew, and I knew how to wind you up. That man <laughs> is different gravy, man. He's got he's got different minerals. He come on the pitch and fucking turned the game around and fucking also, he won he won the game forward within ten minutes. I'll he's never understand amazing. why. I'll never understand why, but he sincerely loves that club. Like, he really does, and you can see it in the way it's, he plays. It's because he gets the fans, he gets the people, he gets the city. He's fucking... You know what, right? He, he scored... Because he set up the first goal, and I'm fucking already loving him, right? And then he scores the second one, and he does a little dance, right? And Nat- Natalie had to fucking... Bless her, she'd watch the whole match. She watches every fucking kick of the game with us with Newcastle, and sometimes it's boring as hell, right? And she fucking popped out to get with some food to bring back in, and fucking Maximin scored. And I I went through the fucking roof so she could hear us and run through. And she came in, and Maximin started doing this little dance, just like a little silly dance, right? And me and Natalie were both doing this silly dance with him. I hadn't <laughs> I hadn't made a conscious decision that I was going to do the silly dance, right? I, I'm screaming my fucking head off. Natalie Rose, we're doing the dance, right? Now, I just fucking caught myself in that moment. And I was like, that's why I love football. That's why I love football. It made that happen. And that man, personally, made that happen. I'm in my fucking room with my wife doing the silly little dance with a massive shit-eating grin on my face. And then that—that's why I like football, Danny. <laughs> it's class. Well, fair enough, and I'm also—I'm—I'm I'm sincerely happy for you that you're now pretty much out of the relegation battle. It's never—it's never sure. It's never sure, but fuck, we've—we've—and we're, we're, a lot of people that listen to this podcast. You know what, Danny? You know what? We've barely got a crossover with people who like football. The pair of us. It's hmm. a Venn diagram. Well, can I just say? I can just say to look, all the fans that have never gone into football before. Now's the perfect time to start being a Chelsea fan because we are all but through to the semi-finals of the Champions League. And if Chelsea are ever good at winning a European trophy, it was when our manager was fired five months ago. After getting them to that point. <laughs> Aye. This is. I don't think Chelsea will win the Champions League. I think that's to say. I. I. But the fact that we're even getting close to the semi-finals is fucking ridiculous. But anything can happen at this stage. And man, do what I do. Become a glory hunter. Get on board. All you have to do is watch potentially four games, and you can see Chelsea winning their fourth. Count that Arsenal. Count that if you can count up to fourth. Oh no, you can. It's where you used to finish when you were good. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know back when you were class when you finished fourth regularly you know your best fucking finish it's it's we've got four of those European trophies well I mean we've, we've got uh, it's, but it's different oh, like no I, I, I get the whole glory seeking thing and enjoying the pursuit of trophies but there is something as well in immersing yourself in the agony of a fucking relegation battle mm-hmm. in a self-harm kind of way to get the joy like what I had the day when we're when we're would take a big shot at not being relegated. It's like your whole perspective of the game changes. Like there's people that are upset mm. because they're lost when they're second and they're not going to come first. 
And he has made fucking seventeenth. Uh, he has made seventeenth got three look, points against uh, fifteen uh, or whatever. Seventeenth, but seven points clear of the relegation. Uh, six, six, six new, six new, and they've got better goal difference. But we've got a game in hand. Right, but you've got we've you've got, got a game, game in hand. hand uh, but you know what? At this top side of the table, the game in hand doesn't mean points. I die. Fair enough. Um, and, and after the sport, it's the weather. Um, your, <laughs> your dad used lockdown to binge watch Coronation Street from episode one. Uh, your dad's so homophobic that he refuses to get a prostate, prostate exam, so he just farts until he smells blood. <laughs> My dad. That's me. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, not the homophobic bit, I may add. No, 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 you out yourself there. Cannot wait for Pasco's next book. He admitted to being homophobic. Oh, my God. A next book. (laughs) She kind of write another one, but she couldn't fill that one. Imagine (laughs) what's going to be on her next book if she scraped that barrel and misquoted our podcast. Can't can't wait to see what she says about have a word. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. Uh, I I never used to... um, I never used to be able to have a night out in town without your dad grinding up against me on mood dance floor. <laughs> what changed? <laughs> my homophobia. <laughs> uh, I've, I, I don't know why, but your dad always licks his lips before saying your name. <laughs> your, your dad can hold his breath for two minutes, but when he lets it out, he flies around the house like a balloon. <laughs> Your dad's bark is bigger than his underbite. Take a look at that one. Your dad wears inflatable underpants. <laughs> Did Marlena buy them for him? <laughs> oh, honestly, Martin, you'll love them. They're so good. They're nice. They fit perfectly. They're very roomy. Honestly, Martin, just take them. You'll not regret them. Just put them in your bag. You'll try them on more. Honestly, just come on. <laughs> Got them off wish. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Um, t- tell our patrons, Danny. Are you um, are you doing the bonus episode this week? Are you going to be able to do it with anyone? Yes. Uh, so uh, I'm going to. I'm seeing Cameron James on Wednesday. So sweet. Will, be, will you send we'll us that? Doing ep- send us that straight away, and I'll get it put. I'll get it chopped together for Thursday morning. Yeah, uh, I'll, so I'll do that. I'll do that with him. I'm also seeing uh, Cody next week. I'm also seeing Bart Freeburn next week. So I'll try and get uh, a, a couple of extra ones in. Just get them in the can. Yeah, if they. Uh, ah, yeah. If I mean, yeah. I'll just record them when I can. Bit of a backlog to release because they come out every aye. Thursday. Oh man, believe me, I'll just I'll, I'll film a bunch of extra ones just so I'm well, not film record just so that we've we've got a little fucking. I have to do less work in the future essentially. Yeah. Get it done while you're while you're around people, you know, while you're fucking in a in an actual world, while you're while you're fucking cheating the system. You can't. Aye, man, it's it's very very funny, like the amount of fucking Aussies that try to bring up, they're like, you know, there are one hundred and fifty thousand Australians that are, you know can't get back into the country, and I'm just like, oh, do you miss your fucking backpackers? Do you? <laughs> 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 they're gonna come in and prop up the economy, are they? You daft fucking cunt. Do you know what I'm doing to this economy by fucking performing here? You should be fucking thanking me that I'm not letting your worst bartenders return. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking those borderline rapists that cling on to lasses on the holders. Oh, man, <laughs> like the 
all with it. We got to have them back. <laughs> <laughs> those aren't the people you want back because those are Australians that were bartenders in another country where they worked for actual minimum wage. They've learned how to be good bartenders. Those are the last Aussies you want back because they'll be better bartenders than you, you $40 an hour pieces of yeah. shit wankers. And those, those are the ones that are running from something because what if they're done? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, slag, I don't slag these people off. There's probably fucking lovely, lovely people who trying to uh, whatever. If, if you're listening, that's still like, yeah, I was just doing a bit. Oh, yeah, man, if anyone gets, I, uh, I don't fucking. I've, uh, we're, we're bang on about there's no such thing as can- cancel culture, but I do sometimes when I'm joking about people feel the need to tell them I'm only joking. And it's not oh, about it's not that about is because of them. It's not about being cancelled. It's about like, oh, look, never take this personally. Aye, like I'm just saying this for the fucking reaction. Now, obviously the reaction I was going for for laughter, but I'm just adding the stipulation just in case you take it fucking personally. I'll be like, look, obviously I was joking, you fucking moron. Aye, it's not how I really feel, I'm doing a bit. <laughs> aye, aye, but if you keep reacting like a bitch, I will mean it next time. Aye, I mean you. Right, okay, um, do you want to plug your shows? Can people still come get tickets? Australia, look at Daniel Sauce's website. Aye, there yeah, it is. That's the plug. Right, see you later, mate. Right.